Hello. Hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic Bachelorette recap podcast in existence ever. Of all time. Of all time and space. Mm-hmm. Beyond time and space into the, 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 yeah. the fifth dimension. Yeah, it really is. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's like the holiday season in the summer, Christmas in July, if you will. And, uh, you know, we were both doing our various holiday things. I actually don't know. Did you get to see anything get blown up this weekend? I, I did not watch anything get blown up, but I just started a new job and I'm moving into a new apartment. And what else am I doing? Oh, I went to Summerfest and got really drunk. So oh, those well, are all that's things. exciting stuff. Yeah. yeah. I went up north, which in Wisconsin is anywhere in the state. Yeah. Anywhere um, north of Milwaukee is up north. Yeah, Unless you live in Racine, because then if you go from Racine to Milwaukee, that's technically up north. Yeah. You're, yeah. So I went up north um, and got a few bug bites and um, saw an Elvis impersonator. Oh. Yeah. Um, is it the same one that was in the Bayview Parade on 4th of July? I doubt it there's multiple it elvis like impersonators in the, southeastern wisconsin well it was like the day after and it was like four hours north so i would be like really surprised if it was wow. that's my point yeah um maybe though i don't know he um he has his own cd and he writes original songs inspired by his elvis impersonating Ooh. Are they I, in? Are they Elvisy, or are they just like different uh, styles of songs about being an Elvis impersonator? They're like mall Elvisy. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's like he recorded them at the mall. <laughs> How many copies of his album did you buy? Um, I didn't buy one, but my boyfriend's parents bought one. Oh, legends, absolute legends. Yeah, and they were like, "Look," and I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then my boyfriend was like, let's play it during dinner. And I was like, what are you saying? That's, no. I love them unconditionally. <laughs> well, they were very excited that about would be, it. If that was my it. hometown visit, I, I would choose your boyfriend. It was a good hometown visit, though, in general. I mean, we had three dogs and two toddlers and, you know, adults who needed alcohol a lot. So <laughs> it's fun. I found out that his parents' house has very good acoustics in the kitchen, Ooh. which make for very good uh, music playing. So I serenaded us after dinner one night. It was very fun. Oh. Um, yeah. So, it was, yeah, it was very – it was cool. Um, I don't know. That was about it, though. We saw some fireworks, but it, w- it was through, like, several trees because it was kind of shitty out, so mm-hmm. we didn't want to drive there. Yeah. And we weren't sure if it was going to happen. And then we ended up just watching it through several trees. That's not too bad. I mean, I I did catch the Bayview 4th of July parade, which did have the Elvis impersonator, um, along with multiple like floats that just had bands playing on the back of flatbed trucks. Uh, There was a float that was giving out cold cans of PBR, which I think is great. I was in that float one year. (laughs) It is the best float of all time. And I love the uh, Bayview Parade because it's just all this wacky shit. And then it, it, it's just like, you want to be in a parade? Be in a parade. Like, just walk your dog or something. No one cares. Just go ahead. Be in the parade. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's 
It's very fun, but I, a word of caution. Um, so yeah, I was I was that float one year yeah. passing out PBR, and this dad was like, "Throw it to me, I'll catch it." And I said, "Okay," and I threw it, and it slipped through his fingers and hit his child in the face. <laughs> that is awesome. It was terrible. No, that's I officially was like, the coolest oh. thing you've ever did. You just like knocked like, out a oh, kid. Oh no! Oh no! And then he's like, "He's okay. He's okay." <laughs> and Everything I was like, is oh, fine. Oh my god, it was so bad. So anyway, Amazing. so that's so that's the thing that happened to me. Um, this year I didn't I didn't knock out any kids, although they tried to knock me out several times. So I guess that's karma, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I pulled my back and I can't move. Please stop asking me to pick you up. <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to do, basically, my point was, because it's it's the holidays, uh, we're going to do two episodes in one as our gift to you. And um, I missed the first 20 minutes of episode eight. So I'm going to need, because I, I was actually being made dinner, which was very nice. But uh, my mom told me that all I miss is that Hannah went on a date with Big Head Jet and said she was falling in love with him. <laughs> oh, if it, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, and then you you missed the uh, Flyboy Peter segment. Uh, I did. Oh yeah, I'll tell you all about Flyboy Peter. Don't worry about it. Oh, I missed Flyboy Peter. Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry about it. Okay, so yeah, so anyway, on episode eight, just so you know, where I came in was when she was out going out with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's so, and they were they were at like the Hague or whatever. Mm-hmm. So where do, where do you want to start? Okay, well, so wait, we're, we're, are we talking about episode seven where they're still in Europe, or are you talking about episode eight when they're in hometowns? No, I'm talking about episode eight where they're. Where they're in Prague or right Prague or no? Where were they? They were in Europe, um, and then episode nine. Is oh, hometowns. okay, yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm getting I'm getting yeah. weeks and episodes. Oh, mixed we're up. so professional. Yeah, we're really good at this. Okay, my bad. Yeah, no, I saw every second of Peter hometowns. Okay, okay. okay. I'm saying okay. So and this is this okay. This totally makes sense. This totally makes sense. So this is so this is where the rubber hits the road, right? Like this is where we're like, are they going to make it to hometowns? Like, are they good enough to go to hometowns? Who's going to meet? Who's going to meet the dads, or whose dads are Hannah going to meet? That's where I'm going with it. And boy, were there some dads! But before that, we got to get to the weed out episode. So, so yeah. So I don't know what happened on the date with Jed, but my mom said it wasn't important, and I believe yeah. My mom. So when they're still in Europe, it's just like. I mean, she she's basically just farting around Europe with with all the guys. So, you know, like Tyler C tries to eat a fish and he can't ride a horse and he's somehow still charming through all of this. Um, Yeah. Before that, Mike goes on a date and it seems to go like everything seems fine, but then it's not fine. (laughs) Okay. so. okay, so here, let's let's. Back up a second. First of all, farting around Europe should be Hannah's travel show. Oh, for sure. She's great at it. Where she, where she makes up facts. It's just a show where Hannah makes up facts about wherever she is. And it's called Farting Around Europe. And it would it would be so well 
so well watched. It would be so mm-hmm. popular. So anyway, you're welcome, Hannah. We found your post bachelorette career. Um, yeah. So, uh, so there's really the, the first 20 minutes is, yeah, she, she has a date with Jed that goes fairly well because obviously they have this like sexual chemistry and uh, for some reason and then there's a date with tyler (laughs) that it's a lot of the same stuff like oh we're just going to cutesy little things and oh here's a fish stand eat a whole fish and he's just like i don't want to eat a fish my brain hurts when i think it hurts Uh, and then but he he tries to eat the fish and he can't ride a horse but he gets her ice cream and he's really sweet and that's the thing with with tyler c is god bless him he's dumb i don't think hannah knows how dumb he is but he's a hard-working guy he's genuine he's sweet he is uh he's attractive man he checks all the boxes that you need to check in this situation so he's doing great the Jed thing is hard for me because I'm watching the Jed thing and this is right around the time where like every single headline and not just like, you know, bachelorette spoiler alert, you know, blogs or whatever. Like this is like USA today is like, yo, Jed's a fuck boy. So you're watching all this (laughs) and you're like, Oh, they've got good chemistry. Things are fine. And then you're like, "Mm, uh, it's not okay. Comfortable to watch. Um, so we need to talk about Tyler uh, being praised as a feminist icon what? because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know this was happening. And then in between our recording of our last episode and this one, I've been doing some reading, and apparently, all of the internet is obsessed with Tyler and they think he's just the best because, and this is something I think we missed. Um, And I think it was just because we were so annoyed with Luke that we just couldn't focus on Tyler's beautiful words. But um, when Luke got all pissy about the bungee jumping, I guess Tyler said something to the extent of like, it's her body. Her body, her choice. Why do you care what she does yeah, he goes. It's her body. What do you care if she's if she's bungee jumping naked? It's her. Like it has nothing to yep. do with you. And I was like, shit, I missed that completely. And and like and and yeah, I've read people just like kind of like outlining all of the things. Let me see if I can find yeah. this quickly because I was like, what? Yeah, I, I think broadly, like um, his his laissez faire attitude towards you know what Hannah is doing is is like progressive by default. I don't know if it's fair to call him a feminist icon. That's some, (laughs) but he said, he goes, do you not think it's a double standard that, Oh wait, Oh God, I hate it when, Oh yeah, no, no. He mentions that when they're they're sitting on the bus. He goes, do you not, yeah, he goes, do you not think it's a double standard that you're able to parade around in a speedo in front of everybody and show your big bravado self, but she can't go do bungee Mm -hmm. jumping. And I was like, that's pretty cool, yeah. actually. And, um, and again, it's like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know Tyler well enough. If I were to assume, I don't think he's he's like consciously doing these things. But it's nice that like his attitude is one. He realizes what the show is and that she by default is going to be around other men. And he's comfortable with that. But also he's not controlling or manipulative, which even in the best of Bachelor candidates, it's often like 
that stuff just comes out naturally. There's natural jealousy. The show, the show tries to cultivate that. Basically, it tries to cultivate toxic masculinity because that creates yeah. the drama that thrusts the the show forward. So, yeah, it's it is it is refreshing that Tyler's kind of like laid back attitude manifests itself in a way that is just sort of feminist. It worked. Yeah, it's. I think it's cool. I mean, really, he's kind of like above it all. I sent you a BuzzFeed about this. Um, but he said, like, I actually respect and love that she went for it. She's making her own decisions. Let her go have those experiences. And I'm like, that's so fucking actually cool. And there's there's some good um, tweets of people like taking pictures of Tyler sitting very far away from Luke, like he's contagious <laughs> and like and and um, his uh, like how much he loves Peter, which I don't think I ever really noticed. Mm-hmm. How the two of them like embrace each other. Oh a lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like him and Peter seem um, really yeah, close, and he seemed close with pretty much yeah. all the 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 guys in like the inner circle. Like once they got down to about like that eight he's guys very or well liked. Yeah, yeah. He's well liked. Yeah. So yeah, it's just I don't know. It's very funny that everyone's like, um, yeah, all these tweets like coming out for for him. I just like I didn't even see it. So anyway, I just had to share that with you because I. I didn't even know that that was going on. So, so then it's like, of course I'm watching everything through that lens in these last two episodes, you know? And I'm like, Hey, you know, I actually thought it was kind of funny when she said something about like him needing to like, you know, man up or something and eat the fish. And he was like, no, I don't need to do that. (laughs) Yeah. He's just like, this is gross. I was like, he he gave it a shot. He like put it in his mouth and then immediately spit it out, which is fair. Yeah, I wouldn't have eaten it. So more power to you. But anyway, so I had to go on that tangent. And, about, and the, the about one final Tyler. thing about Tyler that I think needs to be emphasized is, you know, in our blind rage about Luke P, maybe we didn't pick up on the the subtle nuances of Tyler's attitude. Although, again, we all like him. Uh, yeah. So, and this I think ties into the show nicely because. I think because of Luke P's constant bullshit, I don't know if Hannah truly understands like how good of a guy Tyler is because yeah. I, I mean at this point obviously she's very attractive and they have good physical chemistry. She understands how kind he is and she likes how uh, easy and open he is to talk to and there's a, there's a lot of things but I don't think she gets like oh, he supports me in a way not a love, not a lot of other guys on this show would support me. I don't, I don't know if he sees that. Yeah, and of course he doesn't because she's yeah. she's fucking twenty three years old or whatever. And the only thought running through her mind is, I could change him. I can change Luke. He's a good guy. He's not texting other girls. Yeah. Oh my god. And like Tyler's like, here I am. Like I could build you a fucking house. And, and we find out in the next episode, not to spoil it too, too much, but that he's like even a better guy than we imagine him to be like, he's just so solid and so cool and yeah, maybe dumb, but like, he's obviously skilled, you know, which is, which is a type of intelligence. Um, so good for him. And he has progressive views or at least the things he says that come out of his mouth sound very progressive. Um, but he's, yeah, he seems very supportive of whatever she 
wants to do, he believes is, is like, he's a, he's a total cheerleader for her. And, um, I think that's very cool. And she's, I think she's taking it for granted for Mm -hmm. sure. So anyway, he, he talks a little bit about being like the product of divorce and kind of how he didn't, he doesn't want to go into relationship like that. Hannah echoes that says, you know, her, even though her parents are together, I'm wondering how her parents are going to take this, but you know, that even though her parents are together, she doesn't like the way that they communicate in their marriage. And she doesn't, she doesn't want to communicate that way. Um, but I thought it was like a good, it was a good serious moment. And of course he gets the rose and, um, we have two hometown solidified. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, I ordered Instacart around this time I have in my notes. <laughs> um, Mike, I'm drawn to you. Um, yeah, I think I had, I had, uh, predicted last week that Mike and Connor weren't going to make it. Yeah, um, yeah. it's just, I mean, it was pretty clear. Hannah doesn't um, hide emotions particularly well. Like you you can read her very easily and, you know, I, yeah. and I, I think again, like she, she understands that Mike is a good guy and there's a, there's a physical connection there, but for whatever reason, she just doesn't see herself with him. Uh, yeah, I, I cannot for the life of me figure out why. Cause he's fucking great. Look at that award-winning smile. Come on. Yeah. He's, he's obviously like, yeah, he's like accomplished and good looking and is very into her. You yeah. can tell he gets very like giggly cute around her, but it wasn't enough. Um, and before they go on the date, she, um, Connor shows up at the door and decides to kind of punch his own ticket here. Pretty much. Um, and the writing was on the wall yeah. for him and yeah, he could, he could definitely see it coming. So, I was like, he's not going to stay. Yeah. So that it's like some producer was like, well, you're not going to stay in any kind of a shot unless you don't go talk to her. So Which is probably true. So <laughs> yeah, if, if you're yeah. a producer, you're like, well, buddy, hmm, you're fucked. You know, you're fucked. You might as well go do it in spectacular fashion. Yeah. Either go talk to her and try to do, yeah. Like a hail Mary, like Garrett would say, or just, yeah. Or just go. So, you know, Let's see. He's like, you know, and he's like one of the people who complained as he left that like attention was taken away from him because of Luke. And yeah, it happened to everybody. And we're all bored yeah. and we're all exhausted. And, and sorry, it's, the, it's it's not Hannah's season, guys. It's Luke P's season because. Yeah, seriously. Again, he's the focus of every show, no matter what. He's the focus of all the discourse, no matter what. Uh, you, you don't get to see as much of the guys that you care about because of him. And more importantly, and this is really serious. What do we really know about Hannah? We don't know anything about her. Okay. So she used to be a beauty queen. What does she do now? What, what are, yeah, what, what are her interests? What are her passions? What, what like motivates her? Um, what is this? Like, what is her, her like faith life really? Because she seems to have these like weird like bursts of like, I'm a good Christian girl who likes to fuck. Like, we don't know. Like, what is, <laughs> what is her ideology there? I, I can't I cannot figure her out. And how could I? How yeah. could anyone? Because by her own admittance, she's she's been closed off 
to most of the guys. And so we're not even, even in this edited down version of, of what her experience is with all these guys, we're not getting anything from Hannah B and neither is anyone else. And the only person that's good for yeah. it is Luke P who is a hollow husk of a man and a sociopath. <laughs> Tell us how you really <laughs> feel. Um, no. So like, that's interesting though. The questions you are asking are like the same questions that she asked mm-hmm. Luke like a week yeah. or two ago. That's why they like each other. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, At at this point in the show, I made myself popcorn with my new Whirly Pop. And holy shit, is that a game changer? Um, It's amazing. Everyone should have one. Um, My mom bought it for me. Thanks, mom. Shout out, mom. Uh, Hannah, (laughs) Hannah might go on a date. And I really liked Hannah's pink leather jacket. Very cute. Um... So then they paint each other and like not paint on each other, which I thought they were actually. I thought it was going to be some weird sexy paint stuff. Me too, but it wasn't not as fun. Um, But for some reason, this artist, because she is European, I don't know, she makes them get half naked and then put on weird fabric and then get painted. Yeah, it it was it was a Um, little bizarre. I wonder if Mike got to take that home as a parting gift. I hope so, because he didn't get. Who got the shop? Did or do they not do the shopping date with the guys? Did anyone get a shopping not date? Not really. I mean, they just sort of. I mean, they walked around. It was more of like food shopping as opposed to like shopping shopping. Yeah, no one went on like a shopping spree because usually for on the Bachelor, one girl gets like a yeah, shopping yeah. date, right? But like, but like boys like to shop too. I. What kind of shit is this? Especially Mike. Mike would love a shopping date. Mike would have been into it for sure. He would have been like, this is everything. Anyway, so Mike got the shaft. Um, So he, I mean, yeah, it was just, it was obvious that there wasn't enough there for her, which sucks because he is a catch, but um, yeah, he gets let go. Mm -hmm. Very sad. Um, And then what? Oh, oh, I loved this part. They go back to the guys. And Tyler calls Luke P a five eight. Oh yeah, that's that's been for me. That's the line of the season. He's like, man, every one of these shows, there's a villain, and we got one, and he just keeps sticking around, and he's just like, he's just like a five eight villain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, so good. The five eight. I didn't even notice. Like I, I figured Luke P was a little bit shorter, and and that. I didn't realize, I didn't realize he was that, that short, short, which also maybe a little Napoleon complex going on with him. That's a possibility. Yeah, been there. Um, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So, and then every the guys are sad that, you know, Mike goes home because obviously he was also very well liked. And um, and Luke just is like, one less is less of us. Simple math. I'm like, wow, well, where did you get your PhD in mathematics, Luke? <laughs> Holy shit. Good math. Um, so, all right. I got very excited on this date uh, in my notes because I thought this would be the date where Luke P left. But nope, Wouldn't that be great? Uh, I wrote Garrett, Peter, and Luke P. End of the road, motherfucker. No. Um, but then as soon as she said, I hope my mind can be comfortable with what my heart wants. I was like, no, 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 she's your heart is dumb. Idiot. 
So let's talk about this final group date. So let's see. Luke grabs her first, of course. And Garrett's just like, should we just steal the roses and run? (laughs) Um, Yes, Garrett, save yourself. And in the meanwhile, Luke is just tattletaling to Hannah about the other guys, you know, like, well, you know, Garrett and Jed and Tyler all said these things about me, you know, and then he's like, it shocks the hell out of me for, but for you, it, it shocks the hell out of me for you. See, I'm thinking about you. So it's, that's the important part. Um, awful. So after he tattles and Hannah goes to talk to Garrett, um, she takes him to task for his interactions with Luke P, which I think is totally unfair because Garrett's hilarious. Um, and he's like, listen, I was short with him because he's five, eight. No, uh, I was short with him because that's my way of showing. I don't like you. Like, I'm not going to ignore you. But I'm just going to say as little as possible to you to kind of get through. And I totally get that. Um, but then he's going to go talk to Luke again. And and I I hope – well, we know at the end, right? I mean, God, I hope. I hope she – ugh. I haven't looked at spoilers, and this is – it's very uncomfortable. But I have this, like, terrible feeling in the pit of my stomach, like, even though she tells him to leave and flips him off, that she's still going to, like – be with him at the end and that oh yeah at this point so like, gross. it's it's like the the donald trump quote where he said that you know oh i could walk down fifth avenue and shoot someone and and nobody would care i'd still have the same supporters and that's that's what luke p is he's he's yeah. beyond because you know yeah. even when he went on that that, that, that two-on-one date and there was a plan in place and the plan was simple our intelligent sweaty golf pro uh was like okay i'm gonna push you because i know what pushes your buttons and i'm gonna push you to the point where hopefully you have a meltdown and either hannah sees your meltdown or you become too flustered to function and she just has to cut you and he played it right he was you know straight faced he was honest he he kept his cool he got Luke P to basically freak out and Luke P continues to do what he always does, which is he acts like a psycho baby, crazy person. And he talks shit to Hannah about the other guys. And that allows, that puts her into like, you know, complete emotional turmoil while also isolating time between Luke P and Hannah and away from the other guys. And then she always chooses Luke P. So there's, the, the, yeah. the problem you run into here is Luke P is trash. However, nothing you can do can change his trash behavior because every time he acts fucking terrible, he gets rewarded. Hannah rewards him every single time. Yeah. Oh, Luke P is trash. Oh, well, and, and here he's doing a crazy thing. And oh, he's, you know, gaslighting you and you've recognized this. No, well, and you choose him again. So he gets worse and worse and worse. And that continues to propel him along. So he's only going to get worse. There's this, And you're going to continue to, I guess, choose him because that's what you want for some reason. Yeah, it's very annoying. It's just very annoying. And I like really want Garrett to be right. And I really want justice for Garrett. 
hashtag justice for Garrett. Um, but I really, you know, it's like looking at this, you know, a, an episode and a half down the line. And when he's just like, something tells me Hannah's going to know everything you say is bullshit. You know, it's your fault. You talk about everybody. You're the fakest person I've ever met. I know you. And I'm going to double point double on pistols. that one. Double pistols. <laughs> oh, double God. Pist- that was my, my favorite, favorite was, line. My favorite was at the end, the uh, the post baloney sequence, which I'm sure we'll talk oh, about. But yeah, yeah that's, that's really, that's just a greatest of all time moment. But double yeah, pistols. double pistols. Yeah. And then double pistols, baby. You know, and Luke's like, you know, that's such a fake smile. And he's like, it's a real smile. Look at it, baby. This is real. Until you do something about it, I'm just going to keep going. You're a weasel. Luke, psychopath, the snake. I don't care what you think, dude. You know? like, <laughs> um, And then 5'8 villain Luke lords over Garrett. And he's screaming. He's got his fists. He throws baloney in his lap. And he's just You're like, baloney, you know? get it? He's like, I'm tired. Yeah. And I'm tired. And, and then Garrett's like, be tired of it, man. And then, and then it's like, but then my only, the only time I wasn't with Garrett was I was like, Luke already told the joke and it was a bad joke. Don't say it back. Don't say it back. Don't, oh, he said it back. Stupid. Didn't sound good. He's like, you know, it's funny that you throw baloney at me. Cause that's what you are. And I'm like, it doesn't work. Cause he already said it. Mm. Um, that's okay though. Um, and then what I love about Peter at the end of this, at the end of this fight is that he's not mad. He's just disappointed. And he just looks like exasperated. He's like, it's just like, it doesn't end. Yeah. He's like, it doesn't end. And, um, but you know, he's talking to Hannah. He's really excited about hometowns and Hannah's nervous and Peter's boring, but he's not a loser. Um, except, well, I did some Googling and found out, through his bio that he does still live at home anyway. Um, but he flies a lot. So I don't know, but Hannah's excited about her relationship with Peter and sees a future with him. Mm -hmm. So he gets the hometown rose on the state. Um, so then, and then there were two and then it was just down to Garrett and Luke. And here's the other good line is when they're looking at each other and Luke licks his lips and Garrett's like, are you licking your lips because you're attracted to me? Yes. (laughs) It's like, Yes, probably, probably. Um, and then they all sit down to dinner and Hannah doesn't want to bring any drama or negativity, which is why she brought these two very opposing forces together. And she wants to know who she's going to hometowns with. And, you know, then they, so then at some point, did they go separately for this? I don't remember. No, he was in the room for this, right? When when Luke did his Hail Mary, where Garrett's like, well, the only way he's going to make it through this is if he just like pulls some kind of Hail Mary. And then he just starts talking about mm-hmm. his his younger days, his hard drinking and yeah. hard Again, drugging and hard sexing days. He's already heard this days. song and dance, and she yeah. thinks that this is him opening up or something. Yeah. And it's not. It's just his shtick. And he's just like, yeah, I used to be a fuck boy. Yeah. And now I'm not. And that's, that's me. That's my journey. It's like, well, what are you now? No, you're still a fuck boy. You just don't yeah. fuck. This is hard for me to talk yeah. about. Yeah, like the only I've thing you talk about, about other than other people, and- the only thing he talks about is his epiphany in the shower when he, you know, realized that he couldn't, you know, drink Bartles and James wine coolers and 
and as he says it, chase sex, which what does that even mean? Is he like Wiley Coyote going after little roadrunner yeah. girls and like smashing into brick walls? What how, chasing sex? Yeah, I hated chasing oh, those selfish fleshly, fleshly desires. Can we talk about the word fleshly uh, for a minute. What what is that? <laughs> You know what fleshly sounds yeah, like? It reminds terrible. me of that's, if if you if you go and you buy like a cinnamon roll or a muffin from a gas station. There's a brand called uh, Freshly's. So I just think of that, but it's Fleshly's, and it's just like somebody's <laughs> calf just shoved in a plastic <laughs> Ziploc bag. Oh my God. Have some Fleshly's. I have a very. <laughs> I have a very specific thought with Fleshly. Um, did you ever watch the blockbuster yes, yes. documentary Jesus Camp? Okay, yeah. So there's a there's like this girl. By the way, it's like my favorite documentary. I've watched it oh, at least really fifteen good. times, and I'm not even exaggerating. It's so good. Um, and and what I love about it is that everyone who watches it thinks it's pro them. Oh yeah, which is the sign of a great documentary. So, but there was this, there was this wonderful part where this girl is dancing in her room and she's like kind of like 12, maybe, you know, and she's like, you know, like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and da, da, da. She's like, I really just don't like them because, you know, they're just, you know, like not, you know, it's, I wouldn't be dancing for the Lord, you know, and I, I make sure that I'm dancing for the Lord and not for the flesh, you know? And, um, it, that word is so tied to me to like churches that say things like that something is mm -hmm. secular yeah. and then it's bad, you know, like it's that same thing. Fleshly. So, yeah. Yeah. Selfish fleshly desires. So, and then he's like, and here's where the story gets good. Cause you know, we're waiting for the story to get good. Um, and he talks about like being in the shower and feeling this heavy weight and he hears voices and he starts crying and he sees heaven through the shower somehow. And, um, and then he's, and then since then he's just been completely on fire and he, and he looks to Hannah and he goes, you know, this walk isn't easy. And Garrett's like, well, <laughs> like, well, there it was, you and know, his, just, just um, rejecting his fleshly desires, except for he just wants to make out super hard with Hannah. Yeah. And then, you know, Garrett tries and says real things that mean nope, stuff. Of course it's not. And it's not enough. Because it's not fake. But he's like, I feel like I've really grown here and I think that's important. And I, you know, and and I credit you. And mm -hmm. how about that? He brings her into it. Yeah, it's like you've like actively made me a better person where, you know, Fleshly McFlesherson is just like, oh, I don't have emotions and I'm going to tell the same story over and over again uh, where I am perfect and great and a wonderful guy. And you just need to see it, Hannah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you can just hear it in that little snippet where it's like, if, you know, someone thinks we're exaggerating, he didn't bring up Hannah once except for just to bring her in to try to lend credibility to what he's saying, which is such a manipulative tactic. 
Whereas Garrett's just being real. He's like, this is what I feel happened to me on the show. And I credit you. Like if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have felt comfortable to open up and, you know, and grow. And this is really great. And it's like, that's so nice. Um, So then of course that gets Hannah all confused and she's trying to follow her gut, but it's got IBS. So it's not going to work out too well for her. Um, and she picks Luke P and right. I feel gross. And Garrett has been robbed and he will receive justice and Garrett for bachelor. Um, Garrett for bachelor. Uh, Luke, he goes, Luke is going to keep saying what Hannah wants to hear. It's going to last for the rest of her life. She has no idea. And I was like, no one has ever been mm-hmm. more right about anything on the show than what Garrett just said. That is yeah. the, and, and how can the you, most like, accurate if, statement. If I was I've Garrett and I was yeah. leaving the show to go back to my my sweaty forehead golf pro life, I, I I don't even think I'd be upset because at that point it's like Garrett has weaseled his way or not Garrett no. uh, Luke P has weaseled his way all the way to hometowns, which is just completely unfathomable to anyone who's been watching the show or experiencing the show. So he's like, if, if that's the kind of person that the woman that you're falling in love with wants to be with, what does that say about her character at that point? Like, what is, what does she want in a guy? Because, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's probably not you. If you think you're halfway decent, it's just, she's not ready for a real person. Yeah. It's, yeah, and it's like, you know, I'd say he's like a very good on paper match for Hannah. Plus he's got a good personality and a good career and seems mature. And but still like, I mean, my it was funny cuz I was talking to my mom about this and I'm like, "Listen, mom, I'm team Garrett all the way. I just think he's the best, you know." And she's like, "Well, I don't really like how he handled all of that stuff with Luke." I'm like, "How would you want him to handle it? He's dealing with someone who's completely ridiculous." She's like, "Well, she didn't have to like provoke him like that or he didn't have to provoke him like that i mean and I was he didn't like, have to but yeah he i did. think that was his best play because <laughs> everything else that happened yeah after I think so the, too. the provocation would have happened anyways so he was betting on just being able to push him over the edge and you know hopefully just throw him into full psycho mode so that he has to go home or maybe get him to punch him in the face so he has to go home that yeah. was his best shot Right. I seriously, yeah, because it's like, there's no reasoning with him. There's no, there's no, because that's the thing. It's like, you know, Luke S tried and Garrett tried, you know, some other, they were like, listen, don't, don't be like this. Don't do, we won't have a problem if you don't pull this shit. And they're like, okay. He's like, okay, great. And then he's like, I'm going to go tattle now. Wait, was that wrong? And it's like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it was, what? We, we just told you not to do that and you did it again. And he's like, what did I do? And it's like, how dumb are you? Terrible villain. He's not even like calculated in his manipulation. He's just, he's driven by this weird, like caveman id. I don't understand. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. Me chasing sex. And the last thing I will say on this subject (laughs) for this episode is this. If there was a sentient fleshlight that became a superhero, his sidekick's <laughs> name would be Fleshly. <laughs> um, 
And I fully am sold on Garrett after he just sat around with baloney eyes. Yeah. I, mean, I just love that. The guy? I just, thought that was awesome. Just, it's exhausting. I'd be in baloney face. Yeah, mode it's at like that what else like, do you do? Yeah, this. it's just like you. <laughs> fuck this is so dumb. I'm not gonna win because Hannah is is like not thinking straight. So I'm just gonna put baloney on my face. <laughs> it was great. Um, all right, so let's move to hometowns, y'all. <laughs> and Hannah has a date with Peter. Yes, she does. Yeah, yeah, Hannah's going to go see Did Peter, you know and he he's got a fun day plan and a surprise. <laughs> well, okay, this is my this is my theory on why Hannah thinks Peter's so great because she sees him as like astronaut Mike Dexter, like that's her astronaut Mike Dexter right there. And she's like, he snuck up on me like a sexy Mayo pilot, and I'm very excited about it. So we're going to go for a ride in Peter's car. So they go, they take a ride in Peter's car, which would normally not be noteworthy, but she goes through his things and she finds empty Altoids Mm -hmm. and like a saint card or something, I think. And then, and then a condom. And then he gets very blushy, which I think is because cute. Yeah. He lives in a really like ritzy part of California and he drives like a blacked out brand new Mercedes uh, who, what, who's he a pilot for? Is he like Beyonce's pilot or well, something? Like, what, what is he doing? Okay, well that makes sense. His parents. Well, he lives me. with his parents, and he so he has uh-huh. he has no rent. So if if the yeah, car so is instead of like I'm going to buy a house, he was like I'm going to buy a hundred fifty thousand dollar car. Which is Real yeah, which is moved. why he put his condoms in his car because that's where he actually lives. That's where he really lives. Um, so so then yeah, of course we uh, know he's gonna fly with her because I mean obviously, and that it was a very cool plane. Um, and he so we'll just skip that part because it's like oh sexy you can fly. Um, for some reason, and I don't know why this was, and it took me until this episode to figure it out. I thought Peter was from like I Chicago. Don't know. Why did I'm I think not he sure. was from Chicago? He's got a weird accent. And I Yeah, it it, it I thought it felt, was like an I, Illinois I say accent. Chicago, it felt anyway. southern Illinois to me, actually. Uh but like like you know, southern Midwest, like if you meet someone from like Bloomington, Whoa. Indiana, it's just like, okay, you're mostly Midwestern, but also there's this unexplicable twang to what you're doing that I don't get. Oh, okay. Oh okay. my God. No, I thought like Lake Forest. That's so funny. Anyway. Um, so, well, so we can't place Peter, but he's, I mean, everything in his life mm-hmm. is, uh, like how is, he's still here. It's just so unexpected. Uh, cause we get to his, yeah. So we get to his house and, um, and, uh, and yes, it's his house where he lives with his parents. I'm just going to say that again. Um, and we meet his parents and his brother and, um, and they're going to get some Cuban food. Um, yeah. And then they're all speaking Spanish and freaking out. And what I love about, um, his parents' kitchen is that they have those, like, so there's a podcast that I listen to that talks about like, like the real housewives of Orange County having like the the, you know, like really generic 
like home goods decorations in their kitchens, you know, that just say like, yum, food, diner, you know, the kitchen is closed, you know, shit like that. And they basically have that mm-hmm. except with like a Cuban slant. <laughs> it's like very funny. Um, and then they all sit around at the table and they do a German prayer that is terrifying, even for someone who's grown up around yeah. basically all Germans. Cuban German, totally uh, normal. <laughs> And he's like, we're Cuban German and we're just so kooky. You know, we just say loud ass prayers. Um, but yeah, his brother's oh, really cute. I thought family, he was really sweet. Let he me seemed tell nervous you. in front of the camera. So everybody's crying, but not in a way that endearing, makes right? them, which never happens. They're all just like, they're all no, sweet they're, and happy. No, they're, and they're so crying sweet. and they love Hannah and they love Peter and they love life, and they're just weirdos. Oh, they are They are live, laugh, loving live, laugh, all love. over Southern California. <laughs> and I don't hate them. I don't hate them. This is totally, this they is are fucking like, wholesome. They are like, I have, no. Oh, yeah, maybe a little. They are like a Stepford family, though. Like, or a little bit. But they, yeah, they 100% love each other. Mm-hmm. That's why Peter yeah. hasn't moved out because his parents are the tits. I get it, you know. Um, but I, I was like rooting for his brother. I was like, you got this, buddy. You're doing a good job. <laughs> good job on camera. You're doing it. Um, and then his mom was like talking to Hannah. So cute. And she, or no, first she was talking to Peter and she goes, is he the one that makes your... Or no, is she the one that makes your heart go? And then she made this really weird sound, like beep, 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 or something like that. And I was like, she she has a defibrillator, <laughs> okay? That's noises she's got like tissue. <laughs> I was like, what heart makes those sounds? Um, but Peter's all like all cheese, and he's like, I'm falling for her like crazy. And um, mm-hmm. but he can't say the L word yet because he's like, you know. It's hard. His last relationship was hard. It's hard for him to move on. And he's realistic too. He's like, there's three other guys here, but I know I found my person. And his mom is so cute. She's just like, I want the world for you. (laughs) And it's very sweet. Um, And then Peter's mom starts talking to Hannah and she's like, I'm worried because, you know, he wears his heart on his sleeve and that's so scary, you know? And, uh, Hannah thinks it could be her and Peter at the end of this, and she wouldn't let him invest in her if she didn't see that. So it's really interesting. Um, and her, his mom is very cute. She's just like, well, you know, I just could really use a daughter. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, But then the real star of this whole episode is Peter's dad. Um, asking Peter, you know, are you ready for the journey to end if it's not you? And you know, and he's like, you guys look wonderful together and I hope you get what you're desiring. And then he just starts crying and he's like, I only want the best for you. That's it. And then he says the same thing in a confessional and he's crying. I only want the best for him and that's it. And then he is also like, Peter wears his heart on his sleeve and all that stuff. And, but it's very sweet. It's it's a lovely date. It couldn't have gone better. I don't think I've ever seen a family embrace oh, yeah. a bachelor or bachelorette more than Peter's family. They were so into it. They loved it. Yeah, all in. It was adorable. 
and sweet and viva el amor. And, uh, but he didn't say love. So that made me a little nervous. Like, oh man, what if Peter goes? Cause he, he's the one who didn't say it, you know? Um, oh yeah, we, now do. we go to Jupiter. Now oil Florida. up some, some sexy man meat. Meet Tyler. Yeah. Tyler's family is next on the docket. And, Tyler and Hannah start the date by just basically putting sunscreen all over. And um, one thing that I thought was really interesting is Tyler is basically already wearing a Bachelor in Paradise necklace. And I was like foreshadowing. Um, I, I don't think boat. that's if, if his boat. If you live in boat, Florida, you probably have a boat. But maybe it's his boat. Yeah, that's true. That's a big boat, though. Hmm. But it's called Real yeah, Clean. It's fish. Like R-E-E-L. Cause every every boat's a pun. Um and then I got excited because he mentions a lighthouse, and then I misremembered and thought Hannah talked about having sex in a lighthouse, but it was a windmill. And I and I have all this excited caps <laughs> in my notes, but now I know that it was not true. It was not the lighthouse. But I was like no, very excited thinking it was like her and Tyler because I was like, that's perfect. But yeah. So anyway, but let's see. And I also wrote that they were making out in the water and I was like, now get to the lighthouse. But no, no such luck. Um, I thought it was really interesting that Tyler showed. I, I, I There's a lot of interesting stuff about Tyler in, in this episode for sure. But one thing that I thought was really interesting was when he showed her mm-hmm. his childhood home and talked about losing it during the recession. I thought that that yeah, was very is, uh, vulnerable. Again, there's, and, there's uh, like layers to his, his sweetness and his likability. And even later when his family is talking about him, uh, they're like, oh, you know, he he used to be the kind of guy where you'd be like, oh, he's he's never going to have a serious relationship or whatever. But then, you know, dad got sick and the recession hit and he took over the family business and he took care of all of us and he's ready for marriage. And they're just like all this stuff. It's just like you took over your family business and you were like probably in your early 20s or some shit like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And he just like, and he, like, he is like very like, yeah, he, he's the kind of guy that you're like, oh yeah, I'd feel totally secure with you. I'd feel so safe and well taken care of with you. And I don't think she wants that. (laughs) So her loss. Um, but yeah, so he's very excited because he gets to see his dad. It's the first time he's seen him since he was like sick. Um, uh, yeah, so and that, his dad is the his sweetest dad is the one who man. Encouraged him to do the show, so he did it for his dad. Yes, yeah, a lot I of mean, good dads. Seriously, I was just like, are all the dads going to be awesome? Like, because these, like, two for two. Um, his dad is so sweet, and and they're all just like, yeah, man, yeah, buddy, yeah, good to see you, you know. And then Tyler's <laughs> crying, and he's like, I don't know what's wrong with my eye, man. And it's so cute. Um, But his dad seems to be, you know, doing better. He's working hard. His vocal cords are still kind of shot, but he's like getting better every day. And he's like so supportive of Tyler, just like whatever makes you happy makes me happy, you know. And his brothers were so sweet and they seem very similar to him. 
And they said so many nice things about Tyler. And it gave me chills when they were talking about it, when they were talking about him, like, yeah, taking over the business and all this. I was like, oh my God, like, whoa, like that's so awesome. And, uh, and uh, Tyler's dad was like, you can't plan to fall in love. It just hits you between the eyes. You would have all our love and support that any parent could give. Oh, my God. I was like, oh. Um, yeah, it's just, it was just so sweet. Uh, Tyler wants to be great for Hannah. He wants to step up for her. Um, and then they, like, basically at the end oh, of the yeah. day, they just, that, like, that make part out in the car. That part interesting. A lot. Just like- and then... Yeah. I was was like, close the door, just close the door and drive away. What are you doing? Um, but no such luck. Uh, yeah. Okay. The the trash fire uh, on Luke's day and it's fine. Yeah. So they're in Gainesville, Georgia. Um, not even Florida and they're going to Sunday school because he's a grown up. Um, and Hannah's like, Luke is a jigsaw puzzle in that he is frustrating and not that rewarding. Or wait, what did she I actually can't say? Find it. Uh, no, he's like a jigsaw puzzle. Got, if you, but if the you whole put the middle, corners together and then you just so, took a fat, wet shit in the middle and didn't finish the puzzle. Because there's no, there's all, all of the pieces are gone except for the corners <laughs> and then you shit in it. That's so that, that's it. That's all you got. That's Luke. You, that's him in a nutshell. Um, so Luke leads this this thing with his fucking moleskin or whatever, and uh, oh, yeah. he talks about how powerful it is to share. Or was it a Bible? <laughs> I think it was a moleskin. Um, but anyway, he talks about how powerful it was to share your struggles, and then he tells the exact same story that he did last week. Um, so I got bored. Um, and then he talked about the Holy Spirit convicting him. And I'm like, someone should convict him. Um, and then he brings Hannah up while he's talking and he thanks her for letting him be real, whatever that means for him. And then they break up into small groups. And then we find out that he bribed his entire Bible study. Um, so everyone's yeah. like, oh, I mean, yeah, okay, Luke so is my awesome. Initial reaction you know, he to makes this friends with everyone. Yeah, it's great. But honestly, I think within certain segments of yeah. evangelical faith, especially in the South, they honestly believe that he's the real fucking deal. Yeah. Like they see him going. as a mentor and, you know, this, this great, like, you know, figure of redemption and change and transformation because that's all it is for them. It's not about like helping people in the world or like actually being a good person. It's about, just this, you know, these personal, this personal religion where you just have to transform yourself into something outwardly good that isn't. And they fucking believe it because he's square jawed and he's handsome and he is surface level, not even kind, but just cordial to these, these fucking cretins and they lap it up. They lap it up. That's it. Because in their fucking worldview, he's a great guy. They don't understand that what he does and how he actually behaves is horrific. Deep breath. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. What if you're like, nah, they're, they're cool. I agree. Yeah. I mean, they're- <laughs> no, no, they're like, they're just, yeah, there's some, there's that weird. Oh, I, I feel like I'm allowed to say this because I was in these circles when I was younger. Um, 
like my church wasn't like this, but I was my high school boyfriend was in a church like this, where it was just like very weird fake positivity. Like, yeah, right on. Jesus is cool, you know? And I was just like, why are you being like that? You know what I mean? Like, can you be a real person? Like, it was, it was just very weird. Like, we're so jazzed about everything, you know? And um, uh, yeah. So anyway, the yeah, I'm totally on the same page as you. It's very strange. And um, I felt uncomfortable. But maybe he also offered to do pizza parties for the rest of the year. I don't know. Um, so, but it worked with Hannah because she thinks him hanging out with this Bible group and him hanging out with like the family is, you know, who he really is. And she's seeing the real him come out, which is just like fake happy. So I don't know. And then he's like, oh, you know, like my sister-in-law, her name's Hannah too, which is cool because two people have the same name. Don't care. Um, And Hannah, though, I will say I give her credit for coming to his family and being like, uh, he was on thin ice. So, yeah. But I think it was her way of being like, talk me out of, you know, telling him to leave. And they did that. They did. They talked him out of it, you know, and his dad wasn't pleased with what he was hearing. Um. And, and did, and he did kind of say like, I don't care what's going on over here. Like you should be focused on her, which is, you know, a good, which was a good thing to say, I guess. Um, and Hannah said that she mm-hmm. thought he was arrogant, you well, know, and, and but they're like, they that's not who he really is. He's not really the like that. Way they were defending him. Um, you could tell that the, the bullshit Luke P that we're seeing on television is not just the construct of some reality TV show. I mean, to an extent it is, but we're pretty much essentially getting who he is because his family, much like Luke P does, they they just tell Hannah, no, that's not who he actually is. And it's and they're basically putting the burden on her shoulders to figure out and find the real Luke P. It's it's just more fucking labor for her. Right. And then they're like, well, you know, well, I mean, and it's like they they have dealt with him having to, like, learn the rules of interacting, you know, because they're like, well, he realizes it. And then, you know, once he does, you'll see the most humble guy. So it's like, so you teach him how to act, too. That's clear. You know, and they're like, he's one of a kind in so many ways. He's so passionate and his heart. His heart is huge. And I'm like, this is just a family full of enablers. This is just awful. Um but she didn't give up because she feels like she saw the real Luke. Um, yeah. And his dad is like, oh, well, there's probably a reason why everything went sideways. So that's very annoying. He sees the future with Hannah, nope. and I don't even think he's cute even a little bit. And now we're left with Jed. It's just basically like things just keep getting shitty. So... Jed's all excited and stuff to show her the town and his family. And of course he takes her to a music studio and he's like, we're going to write a song together. And of course you are. And I would have, honestly, I would have appreciated him much more if he was like, you know, I bet you think I'm going to do this, but actually we're going to go do this totally different thing. You know, (laughs) like we're going to go mini golf. I just really like mini golf. Um, 
But mini golf would be, there's actually a really no, good mini all, golf all they course did was, in Nashville. Uh, anyway, well, we're in Nashville, um, that I've totally played at. So we're not going to do anything fun, funny or funky junk. or cool because it's just, it's, it's such like a weird, a interesting city. No, we're just going to rent out a nice studio space for 45 minutes and just film you guys fucking around. Yeah, stupid. So stupid. Like they could have like, yeah. Anyway, there's so many things they could have do and they didn't do any of them. Um, but he's, yeah, he's like writing with her and he's like, oh, well, you know, she's such a natural. I mean, but of course, cause she's good at everything. Blah, 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 blah. Like I can't even deal with him anymore. Um, and he like stops what they're doing when they're recording and says he loves her and it feels fake. And it's not just because I know it's fake. It would feel fake anyway. Um, and, uh, I made popcorn at this point. <laughs> Cause I just really like my popcorn maker. And, um, so then I get back and like, obviously his dad oh, wanted to be completely. famous, right? Can't you see that in his dad? Yeah. I said like, want to be Billy Ray dad. I don't know, but you know, he's like, well, how do you see your career and stuff working with this girl? You know? And He's like, well, Hannah's supportive of it. And and then he's like, I've given up everything else, opportunities and stuff, you know, a girlfriend and <laughs> all the shit. And this is like kind of when it dawns on me, like his parents are complicit oh, yeah, totally. in his fakery. They 100 percent are. Oh, and, yeah. And it's why the they're mom, though? so fucking oh my uncomfortable God. on camera. Like everybody, everybody in that family just looks like they've had like yeah. maybe they found some like quaaludes yeah. under the couch in their weird ass 1970s looking home. But the mom is awesome because she's just stone facing like, yeah, I think he's he needs to pursue his music career. And we don't he does. There's no way he can love you. And it's just you're wasting your time. He's wasting his time. Also, the mom like being like so you're dating like 26 dudes and she's like yeah like that's the show she's like oh but but your boy is the only one i love and she's like uh-huh i see uh-huh <laughs> it was brutal. yeah did you say that it was, it was done yeah like so oh my god it was so uncomfortable and i'm like oh god chef's kiss motion just mwah, beautiful yeah it was so weird it was so strange. Um, I yeah, I felt I felt so like physically uncomfortable watching that scene. Like I was just like, wow, they all know. Yeah, they that know he that has he has a girlfriend, girlfriend and he probably dates around a lot. And the other part of it is, is he's super dedicated to his music. And guess what? Jed's not gonna make it. Even with the rub here from the Bachelorette, Jed's not gonna make it. Especially now because he's a fucking villain. No, he's not gonna make it. That's it. He's going to crash and burn. And if you are the woman yeah. who is married to the failed musician, yeah. guess who he's going to blame? <laughs> not himself. I'll tell you that much. Or his family that oh, supported me the whole time. Uh. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, he sucks. Um, so anyway, but the popcorn was good. So that's the saving grace of that scene. It was really good popcorn. Um, so my thought was either that Peter would go home because he didn't say love or Tyler would go home because life is unfair. Uh, but I'm just going to cut to the end because who cares? Um, she she gives Peter and Tyler roses and then 
And then she like gets all upset and then wow. basically is she like, is, well, honestly, y'all get to you know, stay for another week. And I'm like, oh, great. And I, I, I'm going to continue to bang this drum. I think that there is a sweetness to Hannah and she has the best of intentions, but she is still just a 23 year old with very little real life experience. And she doesn't have like the emotional intelligence level to navigate a lot of this. And when she does shit like this at the end, where you have two guys that are functionally useless and you know that they shouldn't be there. And then she keeps them. She's, she's a fucking rube. I'm sick of this, this bumpkin ass. Like, I don't know what to do. So I will keep all the boys. Are you like, what, what is, what is the logic? Are you going to go, into fantasy suites and just try and bang it out and, and figure it out that way because right now she has in Tyler and Peter she has two guys where like there's a physical attraction you know there's there's a there's a real like mental connection between them she feels emotionally like she's on the same level as them and with the other two guys with Jed it's all physical and the allure of whatever he is like ooh sexy musician guy that yeah you should if you got a sexy musician guy go bang him in in a, in a windmill don't marry him okay and then you have the weird yeah you get, then on the other side you get the, the weird like don't, psychopath don't project boy that you just want to keep around i can fix it oh, no. no this is not what this show is about get rid of them you want the closest thing <laughs> to perfect that you can get in this weirdly constructed psychotic reality tv world that has been created for you you don't need Weirdo Jesus gaslight man, you don't need dude with a million girlfriends who plays guitar poorly. These aren't things that you, you need perfection. That's what the show is about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like it's it's maddening because you're like, like I think Garrett was, I mean, obviously I'm team Garrett, but I, Garrett was such a great choice. And we see, you know, it's like, I wasn't totally sold on Peter. Now, not that I would pick Peter, but I think he's a great choice. I think he's a great guy. Mike was a great guy. Like, Tyler's Mm -hmm. a great guy. I feel like compared to other seasons, she was like inundated with really good dudes. Luke S was really good. Poor Matt Donald was awesome. Like, you know, it's like there are all these guys who are just like, so amazing. I was super pissed that she never really talked oh, yeah. to Dustin. He, he seemed there's, really there's cool. So many Kevin, guys. Yeah. that behavioral health specialist, seemed really cool. There were all these guys who seemed so talented, like successful, interesting, in touch with their emotions. She, she had and a she way better pool to choose from. She still from, holds on to these which two is guys. Why, just like all the, the shit that went worst. down is even more I, ridiculous. I and it's it's just wild to me because at this point in the show, yeah, villains are fun early on, and I love them. And having weird guys around, yeah, John Paul Jones, come on, John Paul Jones. But at this point oh, in Paul the show, Jones, when you're down to hometowns Sorry, and fantasy suites and stuff like that, it it shouldn't be about like just having a good guy like everybody should be a good guy it should it should be now it should be about finding the right guy and she literally has two men sticking around that she knows are there's are trash and she's not doing anything about it yeah <laughs> <sighs> 
Am I going to so have a brain we're aneurysm? we're going to watch another episode of this because that's what we do. And uh, I think so. Um, but this, the next episode is when Jed is going to be able to try to justify everything that he's doing. And that's how he's going to try to paint himself as a good guy, but it's not going to work because we all can see into the present. Um, but he, that's, that was, that was Jed's play. Like he, yeah. if you remember Peter from yeah. Rachel's season, same fucking thing, you know, where it's like, I'm going to make myself mm-hmm. look like the good guy mm-hmm. who's getting burned yeah. by this woman and use it as an excuse to leave. That's what Jed's going to do. hundred percent. Guarantee it. Um, yeah. Uh, because he's like, well, Luke is a constant toxin. So I got to get out of here and I don't really feel like a winner. This was a hollow victory. Um, and, and he's going to give Hannah grief yeah, about it in Greece. It's crazy and, too because there's no, and there's we're no gonna twist watch it or surprise and we're gonna talk about because it. the way they've been giving everything away. It's like, we know that the, uh, like the, the the tell-all episode is going to be very Jed-focused and Luke P-focused. That's a given. That's all they're going to talk about. Uh, they already gave us like a blooper clip show, so that's not even going to be fun on the tell-all. And then we know that uh, whatever happens with Luke P, he's going to have some you know psychotic meltdown where he finally finds a way uh, to piss off Hannah too much. And then we're just going to deal with the psycho bullshit. So there's no there's nothing shocking here. I mean, to me, it's it's got to be Tyler or it's got to be Peter. There's clearly Luke P is going to stick around too much. But other than that final, final decision, I, I just I don't see I don't see what there's nothing compelling really here. We just I know how this car crash is going to end. It's not pretty. <laughs> oh, but here we are. And I I'm, I apologize to our listeners uh, for my ranting mm-hmm. and raving for the past like five weeks. I swear to God, in real life, I'm a perfectly normal person and not like in a Luke P way. I really am. I'm, yeah, I'm very no, well liked now. If, if, He's very well liked. If all of our listeners could, that. could just stand around me and pray He's over very me, very well liked. That would be great. <laughs> bye. Yeah, that'd be great. But until next time, bye. Rose plate special. Rose plate special. <laughs>